Hey, it's Taylor Harrington here. I'm the host of On Your Team, a podcast by Groove. Groove is the co-working app for creative entrepreneurs. So it feels right to have a whole bunch of conversations with creative entrepreneurs like you. We're here to talk about the amazing humans who've supported us along our journeys and the lessons we've learned so that you can learn from them too. Together, we're redefining what it means to have people on your team when you're a team of one. Let's go ahead and get to it. A quick note, this is a special episode and part of a four-part mini-series. As you know, we talk about teams all the time on this podcast. So we are peeling back the curtain to share who is on this team that puts together the podcast and is building Groove. In the first three episodes, I interview the three co-founders of Groove, Toba, Srili, and Josh. And for the fourth and final part of the mini-series, Josh interviews me, the head of community at Groove. We talk a little bit about our journeys to Groove and of course, the people who are on our team beyond the traditional concept of a team. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey everyone, welcome to the final episode of where we're interviewing us as a team. So you get to meet some of the people behind Groove. Taylor's been doing all of the interviews up until now. So I'm flipping the mic and I will be trying to do my best to be a (laughs) podcast host. So welcome Taylor to the show. Thank you. You're already nailing it. Thanks. I'm so excited to be on the other side of the mic this time. Cool. Well, yeah, you're great on both sides of the mic. So I think we'll just jump in straight into it. And as you threw me in, I'll throw you straight back in to give us a little bit of an insight into who are you? Who is the tailor yeah. beyond the tailor that people receive newsletter emails from every other week? I have so many friends that are like, Taylor from Groove? Like, yeah, Taylor from Groove. So who is this Taylor from Groove beyond Groove? Well, it's always funny when I hop into a Groove with someone and they're like, wait, you're Taylor from Groove. And I'm like, yeah, like, why is that part of my name? It's like a funny, it's a funny way to introduce me. And I'm like, do I feel like a celebrity? A little bit. Um, But yeah, okay. I live in New York. I am a party host. I love gathering humans and always have. I love strangers. If you're wondering where I'm at, I'm usually at Trader Joe's talking to a stranger. I'm wandering into a bookstore, uh, buying way too many books or adding them to my Goodreads and then finding them on the library. I, yeah, I love being around people. That's really who I am at my core. And I think that creating meaningful experiences with people is just the thing that lights me up the most in my life. I am actually hosting a pumpkin painting party next week. I'm so excited. Creating different events like that where I can bring some of my girlfriends together for a shared experience just changes my whole mood. (laughs) Um, It's very energizing for me. It fills my cup. And that experience-centered gathering is what, yeah, what I love the most. So that's who I am. In a little nutshell, community is at the core of, of me as a human. And I'm lucky to say that I do it for work too. I'd, who would have, little Taylor would have been so excited to hear that I help people make friends for a living and that I get to make friends. Cool. I think before we jump into like, how did you end up building Groove with us? I'm curious, like why that little girl would be so excited that you get to spend time building Groove? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I could answer this in like a much longer way, but I'll try to keep it short. (laughs) I have been obsessed with how people can have an impact in each other's lives since I was really, really young. So 
I remember this iconic stop sign that my mom and I stopped at when we were really little. It's near my house in Connecticut where I grew up. And we were at the stop sign. It was like just getting dark. So you can see into people's windows. You know, when you're like at a stop sign, you're checking things out. And when someone has the lights on, you're like, whoa, I can see into their life. Like there's there's their house and there are the people in it. And I remember watching this woman crack an egg in that window. And I thought it was such an intimate moment to witness from the car as we're sitting at the stop sign. And I was like, huh, I wonder what she's up to. Like, I wonder what she's making right now. I wonder who she's making it with. And I think deeply about those moments of connection, of being able to have a window into each other's lives and how that impacts each other. Later, when I was in high school, I found a word that sort of describes that, uh, which is sonder, which is the realization that every random passerby lives a life as vivid and complex as your own. And that fascination just took off. I was like, I have been thinking about this since I was super, super little. Now I have a word for it, um, which I've also talked about on the podcast in another episode. And then when I went to college, I was like, put me at the college that has the most amount of people possible because that's where I'm going to (laughs) thrive. So I went to Penn State, which has 90,000 undergraduate students every year. Um, The main campus has 45,000. So that's where I was at. And I just saw a possibility in that. Let me go ahead and meet a bunch of people. Let me experience a bunch of things. And um, it was there that and you know, I, I started to really think about like, what is what does this look like for me in terms of a job? And I always thought I wanted to do things differently. Um, and I was introduced to this co-working space at Penn State that was, well, and I guess this sort of connects to my journey to Groove, but it was this co-working space for local entrepreneurs. And I just fell in love with it. And I really loved the people that were gathering there and the intentionality around the different events that were happening there. And I thought, damn, this is for people like me. And so when I think back to even Taylor several years ago that was in high school, that was in college, I think the fact that I get to help now build the possibility of like, what does that space look like for people all over the world who are like me and are differently minded of, okay, I want to do things that are on a wavy career path that aren't linear is just such a a joy. And yeah, I, I, I know this will lead into what we talk about later. So I'll leave it there. Cool. Thank you for that little insight into the emergence of Taylor as, as someone that cares so deeply about human connection. I want to ask one last question about like, let's do it. What are the most fun events that you've put on in New York for friends mm. or beyond? Cause I know you just touched yeah. on pumpkin painting, which sounds great and seasonally appropriate. <laughs> and yeah, just curious, just curious what else you've like been doing and who you've been doing it for in, in New York. It's fun being in New York. I'm lucky to say that I have a lot of friends from growing up in Connecticut that are here, a lot of friends from Penn State, and then a lot of people I've just met in different different seasons of my life in the last few years um, from different circles. And so I've been hosting these flower parties that sort of become my iconic gathering experience, which everyone brings a bouquet of flowers and then we put them in rainbow order once everyone gets there. And then everyone picks out their favorite flowers from that display to make their own unique bouquet to bring home. And that's been a really powerful way to connect, especially with women, because I think that being able to create your own bouquet and creatively tap into that is a very expensive thing to do on your own. It's something that you typically don't do on your own. I'm like I said, a big fan of Trader Joe's. So I'll go there and get the $3.99 pre-bundled little petite bouquet that I can afford. But I think that, you know, 
the opportunity to say, wow, I really want to bring home a bouquet that has 14 different flowers in it. Like here you can do that. So that's been a really fun experience because it's something that people typically aren't doing on their own. And so to gather around community and be able to all walk away with something that makes us feel special and tap into that creativity has been really, really cool. Amazing. Well, I guess like that's a leading question. Now people have a lot of context and probably already (laughs) understand why you spend time working on Groove or why that's energizing for you. But maybe if we like double click on that a little bit more, like how has, how has, how has your life led to building Groove and being energized about building Groove? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and it's funny, I was thinking back to how I even found out about this role and our official, our, our first email that we went back and forth with each other. And in that email, I remember saying like, hi, building this from the start is music to my ears. Uh, this is literally the type of thing I want to be building. It was such a funny thing to read a job description and feel so seen. And I, yeah, I guess to like kind of think back to how did this even start? Like I said, being in that co-working space back in college was a really special experience. And if anyone listened to our episodes, you know, we talk a little bit about how sometimes those physical co-working spaces don't have that community aspect where people can really feel like I belong and I feel seen and heard in this space. The guy who created it, Spud Marshall, he really did a good job of creating a space that had that community aspect. And so I'm grateful that I got to experience it. And as I was sitting around there, I was thinking, gosh, I'm going to be so sad to leave this when I finish college. Like this is a physical space that I'm not going to get to bring with myself wherever I end up going. And right after school, as you know, I worked with Seth Godin and he really has spent a lot of time as an author focused on, and as an entrepreneur focused on how do we create meaningful connection for people around the world and help them better deliver the projects that they are really excited about in the world. And that really allowed me to say, okay, cool. So I not only have this passion for this entrepreneurial minded human, and I've experienced what it's like in person, but how do we bring that experience of learning differently and bringing people together for meaningful rituals to the adult learning space? And so Akimbo and Alt-MBA, the two different types of workshops that I worked on there, were really focused on that. And so then I suddenly had this experience of seeing the possibility of how people could feel so connected in this virtual world. And when COVID hit, it was funny too, because suddenly I'm an expert on Zoom and gathering people online, like 22 years old. And suddenly the world shuts down and no one knows how to host a virtual event meaningfully. And I was like, oh, wait, I actually do know how to gather people on here. So then when I heard about what you were all building, I was like, this is a combo of all the things I love. I can bring this space that I had such a positive experience with to life online. And I think just connecting with this type of human, someone who is doing things differently, who is designing their life, who is really intentional and in tune with who they are and making choices based on that was, like I said in my email, music to my ears. (laughs) So that's, yeah, that's that's sort of how I found out about it and was like, I want to chat with you. And I feel like it's so funny thinking back to those initial conversations because one of the things I was so nervous about was being so far apart, when I joined Utova and Surly, we're all in Israel and I was in the US by myself. And I remember us having a very honest conversation of like, how do we make this work? And I remember you saying, well, if we get grooving working, <laughs> then, then we'll be just fine because we'll get to co-work together all the time. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's sort of a good motivator from a, a place of need that I was so passionate about building it because I wanted to be able to use it with all of you and then other people and feel that sense of camaraderie and team that 
I wasn't going to feel as a remote employee as the only one in the US when it started. Yeah, I don't know if I really believed in the fact that it was going to be successful at delivering it. And I'm so pleased that it has been. And it's been such a pleasure that, that we do have this remote culture that feels so connected. And, and even though we're not in the same office, uh, like, so uh, not just uh, like feel part of a team, but I think there's something I was reading a piece. I'm not sure if it was about Dropbox's remote culture. Oh, it was about Atlassian, which is an Australian mm-hmm. tech company. And they were talking about just their being intentional about the gather like the gatherings that that the teams had. If they did it once every three months, people felt much more connected than people that were going to the office every day. And that yeah, there's wow. just 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 the intentionality of what it means when we're together, we're really together has been such a gift for us starting and laying the foundations of a healthy remote culture so pleased it worked out yeah me too (laughs) and a great (laughs) and a great lead into to what do you spend your time doing now you now you found us (laughs) it's been a couple of years (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and it's funny to think back to when I started it was like there were 23 people on the Groove app, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about whether that was friends, family, investors, like our very first users. And I think, you know, I say that because at 23 people, we really had a lot to build of, okay, what is the culture here? Who is this for? What are the rituals? What are the things that surround the Groove that help people feel supported? I think that's really been a, a huge piece of it is really helping people feel like this community is something that's worth coming to every day that they're trying to get in their groove, whatever that looks like for them. And, you know, a a big part of it has been connecting with people one-on-one. I love building relationships and to be able to say that I know all of these humans around the world who are building businesses that they're passionate about. And also to be able to say like, hi, you should know so-and-so and being able to connect them has been such a gift that just makes me really, really happy to do that type of stuff. So that's been a huge piece of it. In terms of like the actual day-to-day, a lot of it is communication and figuring out how to connect with people. I like to say that, you know, when I write emails and stuff, it's it's out of talking to a friend. That's how I view the community is like talking to a friend and being able to be a part of their life is just such a, a gift. So I write a lot of our marketing stuff. I think really intentionally about the Groover experience and how does that impact design and product. So whether it's conducting interviews with Groovers, grabbing testimonials, and then communicating that across the team so that we can build with that in mind. Yeah, that's that's like another huge part of it. It is funny because on the episode with Tova, we were talking a lot about how it's very integrated. As a team, we work together very closely so that those insights don't get lost. And as we've said since the very beginning, a huge part of my role is to have a pulse on the community of what, what the heck are people saying? What are they afraid of? What are they excited about? What are they wishing existed? and then communicating that in a way that we can take some action. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. It's amazing to, to it's amazing to see these like emergent processes that become the foundation of how we operate of the relationship between product and marketing and community and design to just there's a fluidity of, of insight that I hope moves and seems to move move in very like intelligent ways to help us shape the future of group. So to close, I would love to ask you, which seems to be a staple question now in in these interviews, to talk about a creative entrepreneur that has impacted your life. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because 
I've asked so many people this question. So you would think I would <laughs> like I would have my one person already nailed down, but it's so hard to choose. Now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, wow, it really is hard to pick one person. Completely. So who is that one person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the person I'll talk about today is my friend Carly Valancey. So Carly is someone who really takes ideas and makes them happen and doesn't take note for an answer. She's like, yeah, I want to ship this thing. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she created something back in maybe 2020, 2019, but I participated in 2020. It was called the Reach Out Party. And she still runs it once in a while, but she basically read a book by a woman named Molly Beck called The Reach Out and said, wow, this idea is so good. I want to create a practice around it where people can come together in community to reach out to new people. And I think that participating in her program, which was 27 days, and we reached out to 27 different people, it got me into the zone of, okay, not every reach out has to be perfect. How can I do it in a way that really connects with someone and reaches like that human side of them? And one of the things that we've bonded about is like, how do we use audio notes as a way to connect with each other in a human way? Uh, so I've really adopted this this thing called Beep. Uh, it's it's a product called Beep. Highly recommend it. Async is another great product um, that does something similar. But being able to reach out with a human voice is also a big thing. So that was something I also learned from Carly um, because it helps you stand out inside of someone's inbox. So I think that as a way of connecting with people has has really been stamped into my brain. And one other thing that she taught me was the power of closing the loop. So if there's anyone that you have on your mind that you maybe worked with in the past, maybe you were friends back in high school and they still take up brain space. They pop into your brain once in a while and you're like, gosh, that we just didn't continue being friends. And I just want to close the loop on that. Or mm. you had a really great experience with a colleague at a previous job. And you're like, I still think about this lesson that that person told me. And I just want to close the loop and let them know how transformational they were for me. She taught me that concept of close the loop. And it has changed how I interact with people. And it allows me to kind of have that space to say, what is it that I want to reach out to this person who I don't see on the daily right now and let them know and get it off of my chest? Because I think that's something that we have the opportunity to do. It's free and easy to say, hey, you made a difference in my life or, hey, I just want to let you know I'm thinking of you and this is why. So yeah, Carly has really helped me with those practices. It's a beautiful ritual. Um, thanks, Carly. Um, yeah, thanks, Carly. Shout out to Carly. <laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for spending time with us. Now people have a bit more of an idea of who Taylor from Groove is. Uh, you're not just a name on an email in people's no, inbox I'm, once every two weeks. I'm a real human. Real Let's human. groove together. I'm, I'm usually grooving from like 9 to 5 Eastern. Uh, it, it really depends on the day, but would love to hang out with people and, and meet you if I haven't met you yet. Uh, I like to say I'm sort of like a human yearbook. I have all these faces and like random fun facts about people from the groove community in my head. So if I'm like, oh, I know this random thing about you, that, that checks out. Amazing. Wicked. Thank you so much, Taylor. And see you in the groove. See you in the groove. Bye. Hey, it's me again. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day for this conversation. If you're feeling inspired after today's episode, I invite you to thank someone who's made a big difference for you. Send them a note or give them a shout out on social media. It would make my day and probably theirs too. If you want to start grooving, visit groove.oo like out of office to co-work with some of the cool guests on this show and other creative entrepreneurs like them. 
If you liked this episode, spread the word and be sure to tag at Groove Coworking so we can give you some love back. As always, I'm sending you good vibes and high fives.